Fondue, the food of choice for 1970s swingers parties or for after a long day of skiing on the Swiss Alps. Now, I've never been to a 1970s swingers party or any swingers party for that matter, and I've never skied the Swiss Alps or any Alps, but I do love fondue. Now, fondue comes in three main flavors. You've got your chocolate, you've got your cheese, and you've got your oil. Today, we're talking oil. We'll look at why you should dust off your mom's old fondue pot. We'll try not to think about that comment I made about 1970 swingers parties, and why you should embrace the fondue. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in Five, and today we are talking about the glory that is the oil fondue. Let's get to it. elephant in the room. It goes without saying that boiling oil is dangerous. Someone happened to knock the pot over and spill hot oil on people, it would very quickly ruin the night. No one wants their fondue night to turn into a night at the hospital, so please be careful. It is probably best to keep drinking to a minimum while the oil fondue is in play. Afterwards, drink your face off, but during, keep it, keep it cash. Casual. I don't know why I shortened that word. Keep it casual. The best oil for an oil fondue. The best oil for fondue is a neutral oil with a high smoke point. You don't want to use olive oil in this thing because it has too strong a flavor and too low a smoke point. Typically speaking, your best bet is canola oil. It has very little flavor, is cheap, and has a very high smoke point. Barring that, peanut oil is a good option. It's our grapeseed oil and sunflower seed oil. No matter what type of oil you use, don't fill your fondue pot more than halfway. The oil is going to expand by around 10% of its volume when it gets hot, and it is going to bubble when you put food in it. If the pot is too full, those bubbles may spill over and make a hot, dangerous mess. Oil temperature. Cooking food in an oil fondue is like a cross between deep frying and oil poaching. Deep fryers are usually kept around 350 to 370. Despite what you may hear elsewhere, the chances for your fondue pot reaching that temperature are pretty slim. Part of the problem is that even if your oil did somehow reach 350 with the little candle or burner under it, it could not maintain that temperature. There's not enough oil to hold the heat, and every time a piece of food is added to the pot, the temperature will drop and the tea light or fondue burner under the pot will not give off enough heat to balance that heat loss caused by the cold food. So I say don't worry too much about the oil temperature, but let me explain that. Balancing the oil temperature. When you first light the burner under your fondue pot and get your oil heating up, leave it alone for 10 to 15 minutes. This will allow the oil time to heat up properly. Check that your oil is hot enough by placing a piece of cubed bread into it. If the bread browns in less than a minute, the oil is ready to go. Keep two things in mind from this point forward. The first is that you are not deep frying your food. This is fondue, not deep fry. The second is balance. Even though you aren't really hitting deep frying temperatures, you don't want the oil to cool down too much. The key to that is to balance how much food is being added to the pot and how much time the pot has to recover after the food has been taken out. All of this really depends on the size of your fondue pot, but in general, you don't want to cover more than 60 to 70% of the surface of the pot with food. 
if you have some room temperature items and some fridge temperature items, put a mix in the pot. If all the items you put in the pot are fridge temperature, the oil temperature will drop dramatically and take a long time to recover. Fondue, not deep fried. Earlier, I said that an oil fondue is like a cross between a deep fryer and oil poaching. I find it helpful to keep that in mind. With oil poaching, you don't get the color or the crispness you get with deep frying. However, the food is slowly cooked in oil and it takes on a silky texture. You've probably at least heard of oil poached fish or olive oil poached fish. It's the same idea. So embrace that. Ideally, the oil will be hot enough when the food goes in to brown slightly, but then the temperature will fall, hopefully not too much, and the food will poach. This really is the best of both worlds, and in my opinion, is the true glory of the oil fondue. Keep in mind, you aren't cooking mini spring rolls or breaded chicken fingers in your fondue pot. Those things or anything with a breading or coating will absorb the oil if it isn't hot enough. Keep your ingredients to pieces of fresh, unbreaded foods, and things will be good. Also, breading and coatings will destroy your oil very quickly. Ingredients. Okay, I think I've just said about everything I could possibly say about the oil component of the oil fondue. Let's move on to the ingredients. Obviously, you and your friends or family are the ones eating the fondue or the people at your swingers party. So use what you like. If I, do, if I don't mention it, it doesn't mean you can't use it. It just means that I didn't think of it. One crucial thing to keep in mind with all of your ingredients is to make sure they're dry. Wash your vegetables, then pat them dry with a kitchen towel or paper towel. Pat your meat and seafood dry with a paper towel as well. Any droplets of water will cause the oil to spit and possibly even bubble over. So again, make sure your food items are as dry as possible before adding them to the hot oil. Meat and fish. Meat and or fish are usually a main component of the oil fondue. Some people like to use chicken and pork, but I prefer to stick with beef for one straightforward reason. If it is slightly undercooked, it doesn't matter. If chicken and to a lesser degree pork is undercooked, that can be a serious problem. What's a cut of, what, uh, what cuts of beef to use? Again, that's up to you, but I prefer strip loin or tenderloin. You really don't want a fatty piece of meat like a ribeye because the fat isn't going to have enough time to render. So you'll end up eating chunks of unrendered fat mixed in with your meat. Of course, you can substitute beef for bison or lamb. One key point is to cut all of your food about the same size. This will help everything cook evenly and will also uh, help with space management in the fondue pot. Fish and seafood. I am limited by an allergy to shrimp, lobster, and crab. However, shrimp make a fantastic ingredient for an oil fondue if you can eat them, as do scallops. You can use fish, but avoid overly flaky fish like haddock or cod because they will fall apart. Salmon and tuna are good fondue options. Vegetables. There really is no limit to what vegetables you can use in your fondue except for frozen vegetables. Don't use frozen vegetables because it will cause the oil to boil over. If you want to use potato or sweet potato, it is best to pre-cook them because it will take forever to cook them from raw in the oil. Other than that, try and have a good variety of vegetables and make sure they are dry. Some highlights. In an oil fondue are asparagus, mushrooms, uh, red bell peppers, zucchini, things like that are really, really good. Um, and like mini potatoes, as long as you boil them first and dry them well. Sauces. With oil fondue, it's nice to have a mixture of sauces for dipping various ingredients. Sauces like mustard, barbecue sauce, mayonnaise, horseradish, ranch, or even sour cream are great options. Really, you just want to be able to create a lot of different flavor combinations. 
This is the time to use up all those extra condiments that you have been sitting in the fridge, taking up space. Cooking times. I think the only thing I haven't really touched on yet is cooking times. The reason I haven't really mentioned it is because I don't know what to say. I can't give you exact cooking times for ingredients because there are far too many variables. It comes down to temperature of the oil, the starting temperature of the, of the food, the size of the food, how much food is in the pot, etc. All I can really say is to use foods that are okay to be eaten a little undercooked, such as steak and scallops and vegetables. After cooking a few different food pieces, you'll get a feel for it and figure it out what works for you. The wrap-up. Oil fondue and fondue in general is a really great way to bring a family or a group of friends together, slow down, and have a fun evening. One of the best parts of fondue is that you can't rush it. You're kind of forced to stand there and talk while your food is cooking. What I love about fondue as a chef is that with most meals, I spend hours preparing it and it gets eaten in a few minutes. Fondue is the exact opposite of that. It takes only a few minutes to prepare, but a long time to eat, giving you time to talk and enjoy each other's company. So if you want to have a nice evening with your family, uh, a romantic dinner with your partner, or a fun time with some friends, oil fondue is right for you. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, and this has been the glory of the oil fondue. If you'd like to read the written post of this, you can check out the link in the description of this video, or you can go to chefsnotes.com forward slash oil dash fondue. Um, and once again, I am looking for uh, people to join my review crew, my review squad. I don't know. I'm looking for people to review my new book. It's coming out in a few weeks. Um, and if you'd like an advanced copy, uh, all you have to do is send me an email at chefbenkelly at gmail.com or hit me up on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Chef Ben Kelly, um, to join my review crew. I hate it. I don't know what else to say, though. Um, and essentially, you just get an advanced copy of the book, and then I just need you to write a review on Amazon.com, uh, and the review can be positive, negative, whatever. It just needs to be honest. I want your honest opinion of the book. So if you're interested in that, send me an email again at chefbenkelly at gmail.com and I'll share that in the description of this episode as well or hit me up on social. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back next week with some more fantastic episodes, hopefully with my co-host, uh, but we'll see if we can get it done this week. Thank you so much. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon, everybody.